Hey there, lovely. Welcome to the Radiantly Dressed Podcast. Do you want to feel beautiful and confident and look put together in your clothes? Do you find yourself scrolling Pinterest, looking for capsule wardrobes and outfit ideas? Do you walk into your closet hoping for an easy wardrobe solution only to feel frustrated and frumpy when nothing looks or feels like you want it to? Hey there, I'm Stacy. I'm a busy homeschooling mom juggling life, business, and struggling with autoimmune disease. Just like you, I felt overwhelmed and frustrated with my closet and wished I had an easy-to-put-together wardrobe that reflected who I am on the inside, the woman that God is constantly refining. But I just could not figure out how to have easy mornings and authentic style until I found the power of color analysis and capsule wardrobes. In this podcast, you'll find how to wear and use your best colors, a proven framework to create an easy closet full of clothes you love, and how to do it all in a way that honors who God created you to be so that frumpy fashion doesn't get in the way of your faith and mission. So put in your favorite earrings, swipe on some lipstick, and let's get dressed. Hey there, sister. This is usually the part of the episode where I tell you what's going on, what the latest new thing is that we're doing. I tell you about a program or how you can get connected, but I am on maternity leave. So if you would like to connect with me, the team at Radiantly Dressed, work on your style, I have a couple different ways that you can join in even while I'm on maternity leave to get you moving forward in your personal style journey. Number one, please join the free Facebook community we have. It is wonderful. We have over a thousand amazing members inside. That's at christianstylecommunity.com. Number two, if you're really struggling with your self-image and how you feel about yourself and you're ready to learn to love what you see in the mirror and move forward confidently with your day in a style that suits you, then I invite you to join the Radiant by Design membership. It's only $7 a month. You will get all kinds of amazing course content, mindset work, uh, biblical mindset work, um, and just really begin to learn who you are in God's eyes, and that is at radiantbydesigncollective.com. You can also get connected by following any of the links below this episode that will lead you to free affirmations, creating a free color palette, or any of the other courses, programs, and digital products that I offer. I can't wait to see the radiant woman that you'll become over the next few months. Hello. Good morning, everyone. I finally made it on here on a morning. Thank goodness. So today I am going to be talking about something that has come up quite a bit recently. Um, It's this concept of being overdressed for your environment, overdressed compared to the other women in in your social circle or wherever you're headed out for the day um, and feeling like you need to dress down to fit in. Um, And I have seen this conversation come up recently in the Facebook group, and I have actually had this conversation privately with a couple of people as well. Um, So I wanted to really talk about this from um, a couple different perspectives, really. Um, I'm going to be really upfront and honest about this as I go through here. I will warn you that um, I tend to get a little spicy when I'm pregnant um, and working through this has sort of made me feel that way a little bit. So I'm going to try to be not too spicy, but I I do want to be very candid and very honest and at times possibly blunt about this because this is something that's been like running through my mind in different ways for a while now. And so 
as I thought about this, as I tackled this, and I really dug, dug d- deep into this concept, a lot of things came up, to be honest. So there's a lot to unpack here. <laughs> so I'm just, um, yeah, so I'm going to head back because because when people were talking about this, in a way, like I, I truly didn't really, part of me doesn't get it. <laughs> um, and it's really interesting because I hear people talk about, you know, um, when you're teaching, when you're coaching, when you're helping other people, sometimes people have problems that you don't have right there for you. They're just something that you haven't struggled with and don't struggle with. And so trying to find that connection point can be more difficult. And it required me to really sit and think and pray and dig into, you know, what, what's going on here. Um, and there are several things that kind of go into this process of feeling overdressed and feeling like you need to fit in and, um, dress down to fit in. But for me, like I, and it wasn't, it's not that I just like completely don't understand. It's just that I, I've never, (laughs) um, I've never really been, I don't know. I, I can remember back when I was a teenager and the urge to fit in wasn't really like, I think obviously all teenagers have the urge to fit in, but it wasn't like a really big driving force when it came to my clothes. Um, they were, (laughs) I can remember, um, I don't know. I think it was maybe eighth or ninth grade. My mom that year had set aside a really big clothing budget for my back to school shopping. Um, and as a disclaimer, um, I am my mom's only child. So, you know, there's all that. We don't have to unpack that right now, but she had set aside a really pretty big clothing budget that year and she took me shopping for school clothes and ended up buying, um, the clothes that were very in stop with it. I can remember like having a Jabot pair of jeans and guest clothes. And if you're in your forties, I know, you know, those brands and you know, they were really popular back then. Um, and I actually remember when I went to school, I actually remember people making snide and studio comments to me because I had really nice clothes. Um, and you know, it was just one of the things like my mom made a decision to sacrifice and took me shopping and, you know, I bought what I wanted to buy within that, that budget she gave me. Um, but this was just like the first instance of just wearing what I wanted to wear regardless of what other people thought, not really concerned about fitting in. Another time that comes to mind was my, I think this was my senior year of high school. Um, and we were going on a performance trip for choir to Nashville, I think. Um, and I can't remember, I remember that we had to be there so early and I remember all these trips, we always had to be there so early, like four o'clock in the morning, which is a horrible hour when you're a 17 year old senior, you know, it just feels like you're dying. <laughs> um, maybe it still feels like you're dying, but, um, I remember we got, you know, there's a picture actually I have saved, um, of me and three of my friends, um, standing there with our suitcases, you know, ready to go on this trip four o'clock in the morning. And all my friends are literally wearing like plaid flannel pajama pants and oversized t-shirts. Um, the, the pre-visco, like visco, VSCO or like origin. Right. (laughs) And I, I never really wore those things. I didn't wear oversized t-shirts. I still don't really wear t-shirts or graphic tees. I'm not like, it's just not me. Um, and, even then, like I wasn't trying to be me. I was comfortable. Let me, let me assure you that I was very comfortable in my, (laughs) wait for it, velvet lounge pants and velvet matching shirt. Okay. (laughs) I'm kidding you. I was wearing velvet at four o'clock in the morning and my friends are wearing flannel and 
t-shirts. Okay. So, so I think that when I say that I don't really, part of me doesn't really understand this. It's because I've never been that person. Like I've never been that person to dress for the crowd around me. Um, I, you know, I talk now about how I'm not really into trends, but it, I've never, like, I've never been that person. Um, it's always been for me about wearing what I wanted to wear. And even as an adult, um, when I got into my adult years and I was hanging out with friends and we were going out to dinner after work, you know, like when you're living that like single adult <laughs> kind of life or whatever, um, I always dress nice. Like my friends and I, it was very common for us to put on a dress to go out to dinner. You know, um, we loved sushi. We would put on a dress and go out to dinner and we didn't care what everybody else was wearing. Like that's who we were. Like we had the heels, we had the dress, like we dressed up nicely. Um, but when it comes to shopping too, like for me, following a shiny object has been my method of shopping for most of my life. Like I would walk into a store um, and, and often I walked into a store even once upon a time thinking I need a pair of black slacks or I need a new, um, I don't know. I never really thought, went and thought I needed a new cardigan, but um, usually it was in like, I need a new pair of black slacks or I need new slacks for work or I need, you know, a new dress for this event. Um, it was always pretty specific, but once I was in the store, usually it was just a shiny object thing. Like I would just kind of look around and peruse and the things that I loved that grabbed my eye were the things that I bought. Um, which obviously led to some wardrobe overwhelm at some points because I, you know, didn't have a plan, which I talk about, but it even it still feeds into this concept of, for me, like wearing what I want to wear has always been my ethos. Um, and so I had to sit and I had to think, um, you know, um, what, what is going on here? Right. Um, but before, before I talk about a few of the things that definitely are drivers of this. Um, I do want to lay out one little truth bomb for you. And maybe the thing that, that all of these stories that I'm telling you really go into is the fact that I've always been weird. <laughs> um, and at 43, I've just embraced that I'm weird and that I'm different and that's okay. And um, some people are going to love the tea and I'm not going to be other people's cup of tea and that's okay. And if you're watching, I'm probably your cup of tea. And, um, for those that aren't like, <laughs> yeah, um, I'm, I mean, I'm different and I'm just my own self, but the thing I want to tell you is, is that you're probably weird too. Um, there are things about you that make you unique. There are things about you that are different. Um, and for many of us, the desire to hide it, constrain it, don't let people see it. Um, it really hinders our ability to build deep and meaningful relationships. Um, and that's what I'll say because, um, you know, and I'm, I'm probably going a little off tangent here when it comes to this concept of just being overdressed and feeling like you have to fit in, but, but really it is this thing about feeling like you have to fit in. Um, and so I, like I said, I was, I was digging deep. I was like, what, what is the driving force behind this thought? Like what, what are the reasons that people truly feel like, I'm overdressed. I need to dress down. Um, I, I don't, you know, I, I've had people tell me I don't want to put off the people that I'm interacting with. Um, I don't want to make them feel less than. Um, I don't, you know, nobody else, nobody else dresses like me. Everybody else wears leggings. Everybody else wears loungewear. Um, and so there are, you know, quite a few things that that really are going into this. But so there are four that I really want to talk about actually five, I think here. Um, and then I have some, some more truth bombs for you guys. Um, but the first thing really here is that, you know, even as adult women, it's the desire for acceptance and in a little bit of a different way, it's the concept of peer pressure, right? Because, um, 
Because our clothing is a form of communication. How we look is a form of communication. And I always say this, I say this in the intensive and I say this to my clients, you are always communicating something. Um, whether it's intentional or unintentional, the way you look, the way you show up, your image, your clothing, your style, it is a form of communication, whether you mean to or not, right? And so what I want to always encourage you to do is communicate intentionally, right? Be aware of what you're communicating. Don't, don't just show up and be like, I'm here and and like in the back of your head, like, you know, you're communicating something like, you know, you're telling people about something about who you are. Um, don't let it be an accident, right? Don't, don't let who you are and how you're showing up and what you're communicating about who you are and what you believe and how you want to be remembered in this world. Don't let it be an accident. Okay. Don't let it be an accident. But when it comes down to this desire for acceptance, um, because our, our style, because our clothing and how we look is, um, is such a communicative issue, a process. Um, we want to be accepted. Um, we, everybody wants to be accepted and nobody wants to feel like they are unloved, unworthy, uncared for. Um, and I know that as for those of you who are moms like me, I know that adult friendships are a struggle. Um, especially for those of you that have a lot of kids. Um, this is something that, you know, people, women feel very disconnected. Um, even if you're involved in church and even if you're involved in different activities, um, finding people who get you, finding other women who really get you on a deep level, it's hard. Um, and so when we show up at these places, we want to present, we, we want to look nice. We want other people to think we look nice. We don't want people to think we're a hot mess, right? Um, but what I would, and, and so we want, you know, again, we want to be accepted. But I would like to challenge you in a way to think about, um, are you more likely to be accepted dressed well, or are you more likely to be accepted dressed down? And that's a question that you'll have to kind of wrestle with yourself, right? Um, but at the same time, being yourself opens the door for authenticity, and it opens the door to create real relationships. Um, because I'll take myself, for example. Um, I, you know, I, I wear dresses most of the time. I rarely ever wear leggings and I don't ever wear athleisure anymore. Um, and to be fair, I'm not a big exercise person. Right? So if I was out somewhere and all the moms were in obvious like exercise clothing, um, it would be pretty obvious that we, you know, there's something that we don't have in common probably. And I know that athleisure can be a fashion statement as well and a fashion choice, but um, this is just one way, like, you know, obviously just be authentic. Um, and, and the thing I want to say is your, here we go with the spicy. I'm sorry already. Your desire for acceptance comes from a place inside of you that only one thing can fill. Um, because when it, when, when the Bible talks about relationships, um, it talks about loving other people. It doesn't talking about being filled up by other people. Um, that's not part of the gospel. It's not part of scripture. Um, and when we're seeking for other people to fill those holes, um, there's only one person that's going to fill those for you and it's Jesus. Um, and so I would just urge you not to let, hmm, how do I say this? Not to use clothing and your style as a way to feel loved by other people because it's not, 
the answer, right? Um, so moving on, because um, that one's a deep well, and uh, you know you have your own hard work to do there, and I can't fix it. I'm not your Holy Spirit. Something I'm telling myself a lot again here lately, um, that I can just sit here and I can tell you what I see and what I know and what the Bible says. But at the end of the day, you have to be the one to dig deep. But the second thing I want to talk about, and here I am going to be spicy, <laughs> is um, just generally our societal norms. Now. I'm going to go back and give you a little context first before I really get into this, because I've had several clients over the years who were um, European, and I don't know if you know this. I, I think I've said it a couple times before, but most of the people who live in the European countries um, do not dress down, right? Um, they don't wear athleisure anywhere outside of the gym. Um, they wear actual clothes in public. Um, and it's something that was really interesting to me because as an American, you know, I, our culture has radically shifted. And I, I think it was doing so before the pandemic, but the pandemic really took it to another level, right? Um, the pandemic made it where everybody was at home all the time and everybody got really comfortable in their loungewear and their athleisure and their dressing down outfits. Um, and then when the world opened back up again, people just kept going out in those things. Um, and, and I just want to tell you that that is not, just because it seems normal here in America, in most of the world, that's not normal and that's not how people show up okay um and so this is very much a cultural thing in america to dress down to wear leggings joggers athletic clothing out you know for your normal activities and normal events now it's one thing if you go work out and then you go to the grocery store in your same clothes like okay that's fine i don't care i'm talking about when you go all right i'm talking about going to your homeschool co-op if you're a homeschooling mom right going to your homeschool co-op just wear your clothes, wear your nice clothes. Okay. Um, that's, this is not like I'm talking about traveling from one destination to the other without taking a break. Right. I don't, I'm not talking about that. Um, I'm talking about showing up as your best because once upon a time, that was the expectation. That was what was considered acceptable and normal. See, there's that spiciness. <laughs> um, and, and I just want to share with you, I, um, I went out to eat with my mom and six kids about, I don't know, about a month ago, I guess. And I sat there. We had to wait like 30 minutes. It was like a really popular Mexican restaurant because this pregnant mama was craving salsa again, as always. And we sat there waiting for 30 minutes. And so I had a lot of time to people watch. And usually I'm so distracted by my kids that I'm just focused on them and keeping them alive and out of danger and from bothering people and all these things. But in that moment, um, my kids were being really calm and my mom was there too. And so I was just people watching. And I will honestly tell you that it was a bit shocking to just stand there and look around and see all the different ways that people were showing up to go to a restaurant. Um, and it not, it wasn't a good look for some of them. I'll, I'll just say that gently. It wasn't really a good look um, because it almost seems like people have no pride in who they are, um, that they don't care to present themselves um in a way that showcases who they are and highlights what makes them lovely, what makes them wonderful. Um, and, and that's really kind of sad in a way um, that people don't want to show up and be their best. Um, and I don't know, and, some, and I don't really know what that goes into it. I'm, maybe it is, maybe it is just a cultural thing. Maybe our culture is just changing. Um, but I have something to say to that in a minute. And I'm just going to keep going here on these other things, but 
I think the other thing too, the next thing I want to talk about is um, just not being confident, which really goes back to that desire for acceptance and the desire to just fit in and that peer pressure that, you know, at, at in our thirties and forties, we really should have shaken that off by now guys. Um, you know, because we are who we are and we are who God created us to be. And we should feel confident in that. And we should be proud of what he is doing in us and that he has made us unique. Um, and that we don't, we don't have to fit in with everybody else. We have to love them and we have to be kind to them and we have to seek peace as we can, but we, we do not have to conform, um, to anybody else's expectations of who we are. Um, the next thing I want to talk on is the comfort thing. Um, a lot of people are like, well, oh, this is just comfortable. And having said that, I'm I'm going to say this. I There are times in your life where it is perfectly acceptable to dress down. Um, I, in a few months, will be having another baby. And I can guarantee you that my body probably won't see a dress for at least a month. Um, and I mean, maybe when I go to the chiropractor, <laughs> I'll put something nice on. But other than literally going out in public and putting on real clothes, right? Like there's no way that I'm going to get dressed nicely every day. And I know that I, I know I have some people and some clients that get dressed immediately after having a baby in real clothes because it makes them feel good. Um, and I'm not talking to you, obviously today, today, you don't have a problem with this either. And this is not something you struggle with. Um, and I, I used to be one of those people, like, especially as a mom for many years who just wore the comfortable stuff because it felt good and I didn't care. But the key in that statement is that I didn't care. Um, and what does that say about where I was from a mindset perspective and from a mental health perspective and from an overwhelmed perspective um, in all of these different areas? The fact that I didn't care is a reflection of where I was in my life at the time, you know, and, and I think that if you struggle with autoimmune disease, if you struggle with mental health problems, um, if you have kids that are struggling, like all of these things, if you're taking care of sick parents, like all of these things drain us so, so bad. And it feels easy to just slip into those comfortable clothes and move on with your day. But I have come to realize through trial and error and personal experience that the comfortable clothes, while they are respectful of what my body is going through at that moment, don't actually make me feel better. <laughs> They actually make me feel slightly worse because I know in the back of my head that I'm not doing the best I can right then. Um, I'm not doing everything I can to do the best I can, to show up the best I can, even when I'm struggling. And so I'd like to encourage you a little bit just to think on that. The final thing um, as far as what's going into this concept of feeling overdressed and feeling like you need to dress down um, for those around you, fit in with the crowd, um, don't stand out, right, is somebody brought up the concept of um, saving the good stuff. <laughs> um, and I get this one. I really do because um, it, it's saving saving the nice clothes for a different occasion, right? And I, this used to be me with dresses. So disclaimer, I used to wear jeans and like nursing tops, um, different nursing tops. That's That was literally what I wore with a cardigan. Jeans, a print shirt, and a cardigan were my uniform for years, years and years and years. And I would buy dresses, um, especially when I started to buy some of the nursing dresses. Um, I would buy them, excuse me, and when I wore them, I felt really good, but I didn't wear them very often because they felt too nice. It felt too complicated to get dressed up nicely. Um, I was saving them for, I don't know what I was saving them for. <laughs> a million kids. I don't know what I'm saving them for. I was saving them. Like we don't, we don't go on date nights. We don't do anything, right? Like, um, I don't know what I was saving them for, but I was saving them because in my head, um, you know, it was, it was just, 
you know, it was easier to, to wear the jeans. Like the dress was too much for me. Um, but obviously my mindset has shifted because I don't even own jeans anymore. I finally get rid of all my jeans and I only wear dresses now. Um, and, and I think it's like grandma's China, right? <laughs> or your China in your cabinet, if you have it. Um, I never registered for China. We don't actually own China, but I did inherit my grandmother's China. And you know what? I still don't use it. Um, it's a memory item. Um, and I have plans to have it made into a serving, like each piece made into a serving set for my kids, random off topic comment, but anyways, um, but it's like the China, if you, and, and this kind of goes into the whole idea of things that we keep and things that we store and decluttering and saving and hoarding for some people, right? I have mild hoarding tendencies, but, um, but just like, why are you saving those things if you're not using them? Um, because if you're saving something and you're not using it and it's usually got some emotions attached to it, right? You're feeling guilt or you're feeling like you should do it. It's really guilt. Like it comes down to guilt about this item. Um, but if you bought something, a piece of clothing and you're not wearing it because it, you're saving it for something, um, I would encourage you to ask yourself, number one, how realistic is this event that I'm saving it for? <laughs> right. Um, this would be like if I had four cocktail dresses in my closet and I was saving them for in case I need a cocktail dress, that would be ridiculous, right? I definitely don't need four options. Um, I do have one and I am saving it in case I randomly have an event I have to go to. Um, but it's also about 10 years old. So it's been saved for a long time. Um, but also don't, don't save the things, the normal things, the nice, the nice dress, the nice skirt, the nice clothes, the nice shirt, whatever it is, right? Don't save it for later number one later may never come. <laughs> That's pretty pessimistic and to the point, but it's true, right? Like it's true. Like we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Um, and so what are you, what are you saving it for? Um, don't save it, wear it today. If you love it, wear it today. And if you don't love it enough to wear it today, then maybe it doesn't deserve a place in your closet. Right. I would like you to really just think about that. Um, use it, use it now because, um, one day it may not be your favorite and, you never know what's going to happen. Now, having said all this, talking about the desire for acceptance and peer pressure and the cultural societal norms of America, um, having confidence, you know, comfort zone, saving our good stuff. I do want to leave you with some hard truths. These aren't spicy. They're just straight truths. Um, and the reality is we're not supposed to fit in. You're not supposed to fit in. Um, you're not supposed to look like everybody else. Um, and you probably know it. <laughs> There's the spicy though. Um, and so I, a couple of verses really came out to me um, when I was going through this that I would like to share with you. The first one is Romans 12, 2. Um, one of my favorites, right? Do not be conformed to this world. And this is really the important part. <laughs> Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind. That by testing, you may discern what is the will of God, what is good, acceptable, and perfect. Um, and so I just want to leave you with the bookends of this first, right? Do not be conformed to this world. It's really, really clear that we are not supposed to conform to anything just for the sake of conforming, for the sake of fitting in. We are supposed to be different um, and different in a way that is good and acceptable and perfect. And along those lines is the next verse as well. John 15, 19, if you were of the world, the world would love you as its own, but because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world, therefore the world hates you. And I'm not suggesting that you should dress in a way that makes people hate you. Okay. Um, this is an obviously a larger scripture about the gospel and about what it means to follow Christ and that it does make you different. 
um, and that it's easy to make decisions in our life, including our clothing and our style that make it simpler to fit in and make it simpler to be like everyone else. But I would encourage you here to ask yourself if, and, and this is one of those, this is very personal. So you have to choose yourself, but um, is what you're wearing of the world so much that it's obscuring Christ in you or is what you're wearing setting you apart enough that it is causing people to wonder what it is about you that makes you different. And if they were to ask you what made you different, your answer would be Jesus, right? First um, Peter 2.9 is one of my favorites. Um, it's such a, like, it's such a positive affirming verse here. But you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his own possession, that you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Okay, I want to say something here. And this came up in the other day in a conversation I was having. So we know that I have six kids um, at this point. I hope you know that. Um, I have six kids. I'm a homeschool mom. I run a business. I'm a very busy person. Um, and I I don't ever want to show up and be a hot mess, right? And I remember, um, I remember when I had one kid, and I promise I'm, I'm going to get to the point. I remember when I had just one kid and I would see moms out who had four kids and I just thought to myself, she is such a rock star, right? Like they just seemed like they had it all together. Like they had it figured out. And someone said to me recently, um, I don't want everyone to think that I have it all together and then I'm arrogant about it. But you know, I, I don't think that there's, I don't think that any of us have it all together. <laughs> we are all on our own path, um, walking out our own sanctification and our own, um, journey with God. Like none of us are perfect. We're all dealing with our own sins and our own issues. Right. Um, and, and I don't think any of us have it all together, like at all. None of us have it all together. Um, I, I could peel back the curtain and show you my not together parts, but you know, <laughs> I'm just not going to right now. Um, but there's, there is a sense of being capable when you're out in public and being a light to other people. Because, you know, if, if I had, <laughs> and maybe and maybe there's just a, a crazy grace that comes when you have so many kids that you just roll with everything. I'm not really sure. Probably so. But um, but what an inspiration you are to show up to other people, um, regardless of what you're going through in your life, um, regardless of what sins you're struggling with, um, what valleys you may be in to show up as your best um, every day as best you can. Right. That you may proclaim the excellencies of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Um, just going to leave it there. I, yeah, just leaving that one there. And then finally, um, the last one I want to leave you with is Philippians 4, 8, because this is the verse I've actually been studying this week and it has been so resplendent <laughs> with aha moments for me. Um, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. If there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. And what I want you to do, if, if you're struggling with this, like the one thing that I could leave you here as a takeaway with, take this verse, Philippians 4, 8. There are eight different descriptors in here. Um, and I want you to take them and go study the words. Go open an English dictionary and look up the word and look up all the definitions for it. And there is so much goodness there about who we are um, and how everything in our life really um, it should be be those things. And I know it's hard, right? Um, 
Um, you know, like everything uh, we were talking about, my daughter and I were talking about this the other day. We were talking about a TV show she liked versus a worship song we're currently listening to. And we put it through this test of these eight things. You know, does it does it meet these things? But I would encourage you to put your your style, the way you show up, your clothing through this test. Like ask these questions, um, because at the end of the day, um, it's not about what's trending. It's not about what anybody else is wearing. It's not about even what you want to wear or what you feel like wearing. Um, at the end of the day, we are called to be different and to uphold a different set of standards. Um, and so, yeah, so Philippians 4, 8, that is my assignment for you. Um, and that's really all I have here. Um, I, um, I, I'm going to check the comments right quick and answer those. And if you have any questions right now, I'm going to stay on for a few minutes and answer them. Um, I know this topic is, it's like a thing, right? <laughs> um, it's a thing. Uh, it's a thing that I apparently don't experience much, but that doesn't mean that I don't understand why I feel this way. Um, okay. Um, I've never felt overdressed before, but I love your point. It has taken me quite some time to figure out how to look put together and feel like myself. When I walked around looking frumpy, it was definitely because of all the hard stuff going on in my life. Yeah. Like, I, and I don't, I don't want to downplay and downgrade the fact that some people are really, really struggling. Um, you know, um, and it feels good to put on something that just, I don't know, makes you feel like it's a warm hug. Um, but having said that, I will say that there are some great options for clothing that feel like a warm hug that are still more put together, right? Like we don't have to be, um, we don't have to wear our schlumpy, frumpiest things um, at all the time. Um, and, and for some of you, are like Stacy, you're you've lost it. You're out of touch right now. <laughs> you've you've um, you've dropped the ball. But I, I say all this because, like, I really I've been there when it comes to the comfortable clothes and the the just dressing down because I didn't have the energy to do anything else. Um, and that's really, honestly, sort of a different conversation. Um, this conversation is about you know, when you have the bandwidth and you have the mental energy to put on the real clothes and go out and you choose not to because you're worried about what other people think. And that's really what it comes down to is still being worried about what other people think. Um, and, you know, that's not, I don't think that's God's best for you. <laughs> um, again, I'm not your Holy Spirit. Uh, that's what I'm, my new mantra this week is I'm not your Holy Spirit, but um, I would just encourage you to spend some time. If this is an issue that you are struggling with, um, if you are feeling like you are too overdressed for certain occasions, or you need to dress down to fit in, or you're worried that people are going to think you're arrogant or haughty because you are wearing different clothes than they're wearing. You know, maybe you're wearing real jeans and they're wearing leggings. Like that is, that is not... I want to leave this. I had this thought this morning when I was thinking about this and I was praying this morning and it, it dropped out of my head until just now. If somebody else has a problem with what you're wearing, it's not a reflection of you. Um, it's a reflection of them. Okay. It's there. It's in their head. It's in their thoughts. It's what's going on with them. It's not about you. Um, especially if you're showing up in a way that's authentic. If you're wearing clothes that you want to wear, if you're wearing the clothes that actually make you feel good and make you feel confident, um, what they're feeling about it is not your responsibility. Um, yeah, because 
the truth is that all of us have our thoughts and our hangups and our histories when it comes to how we look and how we get dressed and how people perceive us, right? We don't come into this process without a ton of head talk. Um, and, and honestly, that's one of the things that I talk about so much in the the Radiant by Design membership. Um, we spend so much time like just digging into why you feel the way you feel about yourself and why you have these thoughts um, for yourself, right? Not for other people, for yourself. Um, and so, yeah, so if, if you're, you know, like, I don't know why I think these things, I don't know why I feel these things, and you want to dig deeper, I would definitely encourage you to join the Radiant by Design Collective because there is so much good work in there, heart work, mind work, um, to really push you to the next level. But having said all that, um, I am going to apologize for being pregnant spicy. If I offended anyone, I truly am sorry. That is not my... <laughs> That is not my goal. I don't want to hurt people's feelings. I don't want to offend people. I just sometimes feel really called to put a spotlight, um, especially on the biblical teachings when they come into these things, um, and to just ask you to ask yourself um, if, if it's God's best for you um, at the end of the day. And having said that, I'm actually going to pray over this one. Um, because you're all lovely people on the inside and out. And my goal is for you to just be, um, to just express that, right, for that just to come out. So, Lord, I thank you um, for this community. I thank you for these women who are trying to improve themselves and trying to do their best and show up in a way that honors you, honors their family, um, allows them to do the things in their life that they are truly called to do um, with excellence and with grace. Um, I, I would encourage, I would pray over them, Philippians 4, like I said, that they would, they would seek truth and honor and justice, purity, loveliness, commendable, um, all the excellence and things that are worthy of praise so that they may be a light to the world as you have called us to be so that they may feel like they have run the race, run the race well with you and they may be confident in you and confident in themselves um, to just be the beautiful woman that you have created them to be. In Jesus' name, amen. Hey there, gorgeous. Before you go, if this episode inspired you and helped you to feel more confident, I'd love for you to leave me a written review on Apple Podcasts. Second, hop on over and join the free Facebook group at christianstylecommunity.com where you'll find Jesus-loving women just like yourself learning about style and building a dream wardrobe. Get dressed. Be radiant. Be radiant.